0: Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, Episode
2: 7. Episode 7.
0: We hope everybody's been doing good this week and we appreciate everyone tuning in. On today's podcast, we will be talking about the stages of life, the various stages. Uh, We're all in different stages as we discussed in the trailer, maybe episode 1 somewhere in there. Craig, on the back end of child rearing stages, living some life john's in the thrones of it just had the new baby which he's gonna elaborate on a little bit and hot dog over here hadn't even scratched the surface hot when, dog! It, when it comes to the kids <laughs> but a little different angle take on life with that and we thought it would be a great topic because we all have had a few things going on over the last couple of weeks we haven't um, recorded probably in about a week and a half two weeks as y'all know we record a little bit in advance so we thought it'd be a perfect topic and with that we'll throw it over to the guys what y'all know
1: well, I recorded a little bit by myself, but um, that was just for me personally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God only knows what that was about. <laughs> How Maybe about you, Wallace Greg? Too. What you been
2: up to? Yep. Oh, man. Me just and the baby. Doing a little traveling. Had a pretty cool experience with something called Washington Mardi Gras, which I could elaborate on. Can't so, wait to hear about that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. The, talking about different stages. They we're just all, all going in different directions, and it's been awesome. So forward to hearing what you guys have
0: been up to. Johnny boy, why don't we start with you, man? The big news.
2: Yeah, the big news.
1: So um, on the 23rd, the baby made his escape. So um, we were getting past the point of uh, her due date, so they decided to induce her. And this whole time, I was holding out, waiting to find out what the sex of the child is. My wife knew. My mother-in-law knew. Uh, I'm not sure how many people my mother-in-law told, usually tell some of her friends So, Anyway, I was holding out till the, the, the delivery, which w- that was what we did for the tiny gift. Uh, and it was really neat. I wanted to have that experience again. So we get to the hospital about midnight, we go check into our room and uh, our sweet little nurse comes in and, and immediately just rattles off a whole bunch of questions. First one is, or statements. Um, Oh, I saw your chart that you're having a fourth boy. Do Y'all have boys' <laughs> name picked out. Are y'all gonna circumcise him? Are y'all gonna try again for a girl? Oh, those are just the ones off the top of my head that I could remember.
0: Try again for a girl. I agree <laughs> with that one for sure.
1: That I didn't quite make it to to the delivery to find out what we were having. So um, anyway, everything turned out good with that. So I found out a little bit earlier than I thought, but um, got a sweet little baby boy. Did good.
0: Learn in life, John. Things that are unexpected make for a good old memes. memories, bro. So <laughs> oh, yeah, the that's... fact that she told you early might be a good thing, man. You'll always be able to associate that with that. Uh, wife and baby doing good?
1: Yeah, they're both doing good. Um, everything went really well. Staff over there was really nice. We, we really had a good experience over there. Uh, it, was, it was pretty neat. Um, so this is the second delivery that I've been in on, and uh, this little one. This little one, <laughs> this little one pops out, and like he's not even all the way out. Like his head, and neck are out, and they suction him, and he immediately kind of looks around, and like Wah! <laughs> starts crying. <laughs> I was like, "You're not even out yet. What are you? Oh,
0: that's so funny. what are you fussing <laughs> at?" <laughs> so it was pretty neat. Also of interest: How's Tiny taking to him? Well, Tiny's doing good. We know Tiny wasn't a huge fan. Well, der-
1: during the uh, pregnancy, the three year old was. Not too excited to um, have another sibling come along anytime my wife would show her belly, anything like
2: that. He would steal the thunder. Oh, he would take her shirt and pull it down and say, Close that, (laughs) don't show that, put
1: that away. So it was pretty, it was pretty funny. And we were just kind of wondering how he was going to handle that. But uh, so far, he's taken to him really, really well. Uh, Maybe a little bit too much. He wants to be in his face a little too much. And he, Asked me the other day if he could lick the baby. Um, at least <laughs> he's asking first. Yeah, he is asking. So he, he kind of wants to lay on top of the baby and poke his fingers in his nose and in his eyes and in his ears. So Yeah, as soon as we um, told
2: our middle daughter uh, when our youngest was born, don't don't touch her in the soft spot on the top of her head. That's what she did. She jabbed her in the soft spot, you know. <laughs> that was the go-to, huh? That was the go-to.
1: Yeah. So um, How, How's
2: the baby doing at home?
1: The baby's doing good. Um He, on the the first day, he was circumcised, so we were kind of concerned because uh, he hasn't talked since, so I don't know if (laughs) he's that upset about it or what, but uh, anyway, I I think he'll probably bounce out of it here before too long.
0: Uh, If he's anything like his dad, sure will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we, uh, all throughout the pregnancy, we didn't really have a name picked out, for one, because I didn't know what we were having. I just referred to the baby as uh, LBJ. Have y'all y'all probably heard us th- uh, say before? Or, um, my number one choice was Lucia. That's what I wanted to.
0: I wanted John Bear. <laughs>
1: desperately, um, he did desperately want John Bear. But, um, or, my wife went to the University of Alabama, um, and as an Alabama fan, and several of her friends named. Their children, Bear after Bear Bryant, and there was just no possibility that I could uh, handle that. So we couldn't go with uh, Bear as a name. So we went back and forth on several different uh, combinations. I tried to throw in Lucia with my mother-in-law's middle name, Francis, which was one of the names that was in contention last time. Um, Lucia Francis or Francis Lucia. But Wallace wasn't having it. So um, She
0: did not like that Lucia,
1: dude. She she does not
2: like Lucia. (laughs) But um, on Railway <laughs> sounds nice.
1: <laughs> so we ended up, uh, the baby was unnamed for the first eight, ten hours of the day. And uh, my brother, um, Father Michael, called me. And, um, you know, we were, I was texting with a group of the family. And they were asking me what we were going to do with the names. And we were kind of going back and forth about different things. And so he called me and said, you know, y'all really don't have a name yet. I'm like, no, we don't he said, well, what about Elijah? He's one of the great prophets and talked about some of the things that he did. And I said, well, actually, Elijah was one of the names that we considered last time, but we hadn't even really talked about it because I love Lucia so much for one. (laughs) (laughs) So he threw that one out and I liked it and uh, ran it by the wife and she liked the name also. Um, and then he said, and then Paul, you know, Paul was one of the great apostles who spread the word.
0: Um, so, Man, and Paul, if you didn't gave, give Gabe any of that credit with Paul. Well,
1: Paul is a, is a great name also. Uh, my younger brother, um, that I practice with, his name is Gabriel Paul and shout out to Paul. Hi. And I refer to him as Paul, actually Paul, that's usually what I say. <laughs> and, um, Anyway, so I checked with Gabe and made sure that they were okay. They weren't planning on using Paul as a um, first name or anything else like that. So we settled on that. So wife was like, thank God we got away from the Lucia deal. So we get home, or, you know, first day, um, a three year old comes over and we had some cousins that were in the room. So it was pretty hectic. He was distracted running around playing with him. He would come over, poke the baby a couple of times, and then we'd get home and, um, Matthew, uh, the tiny gift goes up to the baby and's like,
2: "Oh, baby Lucia." <laughs> and my Wife's like,
1: "Not Lucia, it's Elijah." So, I, that was even without prompting. I mean, I had just referred to the baby as Lucia at home You've been when I was referring
0: to the baby as Lucia for the whole pregnancy. Dude. <laughs> well, I would <laughs> and talk, when no
1: I would talk to the baby like in the belly. That's what I would t- call the baby Lucia and all that. So he just overheard and remembered and. Now, even, you know, we're almost, or we're a week into it, and if anybody calls the baby Elijah, he's like, oh, Lucia. Wow, <laughs> so, that's funny. Uh, I don't know, maybe it'll stick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good stuff, John. Glad yeah. everybody's healthy. Glad it all turned out. Looking forward to, to watching you on the journey now that you're outnumbered over there at the Caraway household. Great cream. We know you've been on some pretty good adventures, oh, man. Oh man, which we have neither one of us have heard much about. Minus you told me you were still recovering a few days after the fact. So, great Green nationwide on pins and needles, bro. Oh what's man. All
2: right, let's see what's happening. So, uh, really, I almost feel like it's been two weeks. I've been in the trenches. I, I'll, I'll backtrack. Um, a couple weeks ago, a Thursday through Sunday, my wife and I were able to staff a retreat. A, a teen, it's called an axe retreat. It's basically a, a co ed teenagers. Uh, who get together for a weekend of, of spiritual growth and camaraderie and really cool experience man if we could have had that when we were in high school it would have been amazing you know talking about the stages of life you know that's that's when life is kind of just getting started yeah. and you know so many of these kids had such rough backgrounds and they come from good families but when you see the baggage they were carrying it was deep and it was uh, very powerful to watch them release that uh, spiritual and emotional, um, pain they were having and different stages, different reasons, but some pretty bad things happen to these kids. And, and a lot of them just to see them just smile and, and find a group of peers that they can now call their family. It was, it was just awesome,
0: man. That's good on you for doing it. I, I'm sure you can get some, some good appreciation yourself, man. Make you feel fortunate. Yeah, huh? no, it
2: was cool. It makes you feel fortunate. Um, you know, cause you know, in, in adulthood, as you know, we see a lot of Matt's case clients and Steve and I see patients and golly they're carrying a lot of baggage and a lot of things and it's amazing how much of that was from their childhood and so to be able to catch that early and help these kids you know give them some direction and some resources it was pretty awesome and it was fun it was a lot of good time it wasn't all bad it was all fun because we had a lot of um exercises and um things we did as a group that made everybody grow closer to each other and uh it was it was pretty awesome and so that was uh, that wrapped up on a Sunday, came back and worked on a Monday, and then I went to D.C. for a Tuesday through Sunday for something called Washington Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah,
1: man. Now, we talked about this before you left. Um, you know, Hot Dog and I were at the national championship with the president, as you probably heard in yeah. on the prior podcast, and we did <laughs> not choose to have him on the podcast with he and I. Did you record anything with him while you were there? You know, I tried.
2: Um, and when I was running up to him to ask, um, <laughs> these guys in these trench coats, they, they weren't very friendly. And so, yeah, I tried hard. Actually, I did meet with my buddy who's a Secret Service agent. Oh, yes, nice. Dude, you've been leaving this away from Y'all us this whole time? Got some, we have a connection. Yes, I, I, got some, I got some stories I might be able to share, but it was pretty awesome. Mm. But uh, yeah, so Washington Mardi Gras was basically, long story short, mm. uh, all of the Louisiana um, congressmen and delegation pretty much pick up the Mardi Gras experience and transport it to DC. So you have a lot of business leaders and politicians uh, from all the cities in the state who go up there and it's a three day Mardi Gras ball. Each night is full of, you know uh, there's a dinners and there's presentations and music and dancing. And it's a, uh, it's pretty wild.
0: Sounds fun to me. I
2: mean, we're sounds like you
0: were bringing out your inner John.
2: It's crazy, <laughs> y'all. I mean, you'll be sitting there, um, eating, drinking. Next thing you know, Tiger Band comes through and marches. I, they flew them up there to just, just to play wow. for fun. Uh, you know, big twelve-piece bands each night. Um, you did uh, open bar if you like to drink. There's no, you never paid for anything. The food was great. We got to tour a lot of Washington D.C., a lot of the monuments, museums. Uh, Gotta spend some quality time with your wife. Quality there, huh? time with my wife, April. In fact, we were there and we were talking about the podcast and she's always jabbing me because a lot of these insights I give, I've actually got from her. And she's like, <laughs> Greg, I told you that last week. I'm like, thank you, baby. You're, my experience of life is being your husband and you share these insights with me. <laughs> and then I share them with our listeners. So shout out to April for all of the great things she's uh, taught me as my spouse. And, and that's what it's all about the journey. Um, you learn from your friends and your your loved ones and your spouse. And that's what Helps carry you along on this journey. So it was a cool week. Met with my Secret Service buddy. We tried to get in on the White House, and we did an East Wing tour. But the West Wing, they only do after nine fifteen because he's got his active, you know, staff working. He told me which fences, if I jumped over, would I would be attacked by dogs, and which ones I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, he did try to get us uh, in, but he gave me a few insights. And one thing I learned is that if you're in the front of the White House, that fence that goes across the front, way yeah. by the street, Lafayette Park. Yes, <laughs> You know, they have cameras on the White House that can read your text messages as you type them from that street. Wow! wow. How cool is that?
1: Pretty good distance. That's pretty good pretty distance, wild, dude. Have you been
0: to DC, Dude, I went up there for That's march. Right. Madness. Right. I was did. just in you front, just front of
2: that fence last March. It was awesome. But we did go to the March for Life, which was an amazing yeah, I experience. Saw that, man, that was cool. You sent some pictures. Out yes, and, and Trump did speak at that. That was pretty cool. Once again, the the security was was crazy, but it was fun. It was a good. Good week, uh, definitely in recovery mode. So,
1: did y'all have any breakout places where y'all went and had a drink or had some appetizers or anything that sticks yes. out that y'all went um, and checked?
2: There's a place downtown. I think it's the Old Ebbett Grill. Yep, it's mm-hmm. a fixture there. Oh yeah, amazing breakfast. And near that, the Hamilton, mm-hmm. another yeah. old place. One of these old restaurants where the it just it has that look. You know, the smell, the old wood, the lights. Yeah. You can tell there's been many a political back door meeting there um the food was great uh the drinks were awesome and those were a couple of places that came to mind that stood out look like the weather worked out well for y'all up there was too awesome, the pictures, man. Yeah. you know highs in the 40s lows in the 20s but no rain yeah y'all awesome uh, so it was good good walking we had time walking the streets and
1: did y'all get a chance to go to arlington
2: cemetery we didn't get to go to arlington this time i had been on a field trip before okay. which was pretty pretty amazing yeah it's a cool spot man but yeah. i'd never been to the smithsonians and so that was fun to go and uh, check those out and you know we were um you know we were talking about slowing down you know i guess it was nice to slow down we were going crazy but sometimes just going to a museum and hitting the brakes so to speak and yeah. looking at pictures and just reading about where these cool artifacts came from i really i dig that i mean you could be in there for days really but that was that was pretty cool i enjoyed that
0: Well cool man glad it was a good trip yeah it was awesome it was awesome thank you How about you, hot dog? Well, not near as exciting. (laughs) Come on. No, it really wasn't too bad. I was sick for about a week and a half. Haven't been able to meet baby Lucia, unfortunately. Uh, But on the backside of that, which is good, on a kind of funny note, my buddy and I came and I did find someone to travel with. I saw him
1: on the road the other day. Yeah, he told me. He he rolled down the window and uh, and said, hey, I just listened to an episode. It was great. (laughs) He told me he shouted at you. I didn't realize
0: he actually shouted at you. Yeah, he told me he saw you. We um we're going on a little trip here in a couple of weeks. Originally, we're planning to go down to Guatemala. So yes. Cannon is more oh, nice. of a um worldly traveler. I've only been out of the country once. Been all over the country, but only out once. So we get ourselves literally figured out the days. Uh, looked at the flights. They were re- very reasonable.
1: They were a steal.
0: They were steals. Two hundred bucks, dude. Out of Houston, what? on United too which, hey, Canon is my budget traveler who did get me on Extra Pack of Peanuts, the budget traveling podcast. I'm a little more, eh. It doesn't have to be nickel and dime the whole part of the trip, but this was even on his level. He was good with it, so I call him that one night, and I'm like, hey, are you ready to book? And he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm watching a movie with uh, Katie, his wife. So I was like, okay, cool, we'll do it tomorrow. Well, the next morning, they go from 2.02 to like 5.68. So oh. immediately, this is out of Cannon's range, or maybe 468. He's like, nope, we're not doing it. But he spiggles around, spends some time, and finds, I don't know, a different airline, something like that, within reason oh. to go. Well, in the meantime, I'm like, man, I text Heinen, our doctor, and I'm like, hey, uh, do I need to get any shots for this? I've never gone, we're hitting a third world country, which, honestly, I was very fired up to go because I've never been to a place like that. And the color, the lifeness of the people, even though... Um, they're not near as blessed as we are, maybe materially the blessings they have in life and the happiness I always see on TV and photos. I was really excited to go for that purpose. Well, Heinen tells me that, well, there's like dinging. I don't even know how you exactly say it. Some type of outbreak going on there. It's been going on for a little while hmm. and I tell Cannon about it. I'm like, man, I don't think I can go. Uh, Heinen tells me he would not go if it was him. I'm out. Cannon's very upset. He's like, "Man, we can just wear long sleeve shirts and put some mosquito spray on." And I'm like, "Man, I don't want to go." I hollered at John, who said that you had gone down there for so the trip. Uh, the,
1: the virus is transmitted by mosquito bite. Is what yeah, you're saying? Correct. Yeah, um, I'd gone on a couple of mission trips to Nicaragua, and uh, the third one that I was going on when is when we were expecting, uh, the tiny gift. And, um, that was when the Zika virus outbreak That's was right. going on. And, uh, we talked to, um, my wife's doctor and he said, absolutely. No, you're not going, you know, just because during the gestational period, if, if the baby would be exposed to that, there, the likelihood of having severe neurological uh, complications was just way too great. So mm. I ended up giving away my spot uh to um a seminarian and I ended up not going but um definitely wanted to go, wish I'd gone, but uh made the right call.
0: Yeah, I think that was the right call, man, in yeah. that situation. So I was like, I'm out. too so much I'm to, out. Much to Cannon's <laughs> dismay. And So I was looking at it and he was like, well, I may as well tell work I'm going back to work. And I was kind of joking around and I was like, well, we can go somewhere else. Of course, I mentioned the Highlands, my spot. That was a no go. So and he was like, I was like, let's go out west, hit a national park. Well, most of them, honestly, like last winter I was at the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, all that. It's freaking cold and you can't even get to certain parts of the park. So I just threw out, let's go to Death Valley national park because it in the summertime in like the 140s out there so i'm thinking it's one of the warmest places on i think in the country so we kind of look at it long story short we're now going to death valley national park wow awesome and on an extreme budget should i say i'm going i feel like i'm going canon style meaning which i'm not uppity or need the nicest stuff in the world but i do appreciate a good bed to (laughs) a good bed to sleep in in my own room Based on some of our past experiences. He needs a
1: quiet he needs some quiet space. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I want my
0: own room, so I'll make sure to get some sleep. No and noise pollution. Dude, we are doing the whole trip. Cold beverages. Airlines. Half glass beverages, bro. Airlines, room, rental car for each person's only like three hundred and sixty-eight bucks. We're like really four days, three nights. Yeah, man. So wow. I give a lot of credit to Canon and all his tactics. I'm a little interested to see how the accommodations really are gonna turn out. Um, so yeah, that's going on. So it should be pretty exciting for us in a couple of weeks. Get out of town a little bit.
1: I got, I got a little question for you here. Um, a couple of people have brought it up and you just said it again. So I feel like I need to ask you about this. Um, you, you keep saying a half a glass full instead of glass half full. They wanted to know, do you have like a glass that you cut off or <laughs> is there, you just drink out of little glasses? John,
0: as we all know, I like to speak differently than most humans. <laughs> which the podcast attorney talk the podcast oh, attorney talk the podcast legal, Bruce, jargon. legal jargon legal jargon i've not gotten some of the fly language that i like to use <laughs> or like so i do i walk around my office i tell people i literally was in the office this morning and i'm talking to brashear shout out to jb and i'm like what's up home slice it's just me i'm just a little different and lee comes up to me and he's like dude why are we calling people in the office home slice just the way i roll bro so Half a glass full, or whatever I'm saying. I don't even know how I'm saying it. It's just the way that Matthew goes about things, man. I guess it's the
1: top half that's gone and not like the side or anything because somebody sent me some pictures of a glass sawed in half vertically. Um, I saw
0: Corcoran sent that out, but I have not had the the ability to read it yet. But I did see it and I figured I was the brunt of some joke whenever I saw my name thrown in there. And I was like, I'll catch this on the flip. But I'm glad you're now telling me what I'm going to be seeing. That's awesome.
1: Apparently, you have said it a number of times, and uh, Craig Green and I haven't even picked up on it. And yeah, y'all haven't actually. Several, Craig goes along with it every uh, time. As he several always people has. People are like, like, I can't believe y'all aren't making oh, fun funny. of
2: him yet. So I've been criticized for making up my own words as well, so I don't.
0: <laughs> there he is. As you might notice in the podcast, I wanted to point this out through the previous few episodes. John always throws me under. Every now and again, Craig will pick at me a little bit, which is great. I, I like being the brunt of the jokes. But Erroneous. If you notice, in most Craig. Always has hot dogs back. That's true. And I really am very appreciative, just like he did just now. He likes to speak his own language. <laughs> That's what, So it's much appreciated to have Craig not ride me so hard. Oh, like, well, the, you know, the
1: just chatter going on out in the podcast world and wanting some clarification on some of these things. So I figured I could bring it up and see if we had anything to Absolutely. shed some light on.
0: We'll try to get a, a video maybe or a picture of your shirt, John. Do you want to? Tell the viewers what's on your shirt today, bro.
1: I can't see. I can't read upside down.
0: Let's see here. Why don't you read that for us? So I'm, John's wearing a yellow shirt with
2: red writing.
0: Given to him by myself, Matthew.
2: Given by Matthew. And it says, I'm just here for the hot dogs. And it is a picture of a hot dog. In fact, we're going to post this to Facebook and Instagram. Y'all be looking for it. It's awesome.
0: (laughs) I like to think he's always here for me. That's the way I read that shirt. (laughs) That's just how i roll. I'm glad everybody's doing good. It's been a nice little catch up and I think it, it brings us into a good segue on the topic today and that's why I thought it would be a good one and y'all were on board with it uh, to speak about the different stages of life. So as the listeners can probably tell, we all are at our own different stages and we haven't gone through every stage of life. And one of the things that, that comes to my mind is not everybody gets the ability to go through all the stages of life. Life can be taken quick as everyone probably recently saw with Kobe Bryant, which will, I'll give a little... A few words to say about him later on here. Um, So stages of life, depending on one's life cycle, can all be different. But I thought it would be a nice thing to maybe share a few few thoughts on that. What y'all think, guys? That sounds awesome. I mean, it's it's true. You you mentioned the different stages at the
2: beginning. Uh, You know, me in the throes of thing are actually towards the end of you know, I guess raising children. You know, John Steve in the middle, and and you're on the prowl. Yeah. Guess, on the prowl, huh? On the prowl. Right. So I guess we can lend okay. some insight into what's to come, my friend. Yep. You're giving him some confidence on that one. <laughs> Ladies, if you would like a good-looking attorney named Hot Dog. I mean, I'm telling you. Anyway. And loves to
0: travel. God. As I said, always has my back. <laughs> uh, oh,
2: love you, brother. But I, I was just... <laughs> so, uh, reminiscing from where you're at to where I'm at, uh, it's crazy. I think, you know, your childhood, you have these snapshots, and you know you're influenced by what happened to you, but it really starts to become clear high school and college. Like, you can almost remember long stretches of that time. So, I, I was reflecting on that, you know, at a time when I was in high school and college, and I always thought my parents were so old, and now, in retrospect, I'm the age they were when I was in high school and college, and it's like, holy cow, and now they're the old older grandparents. And so it's so crazy. And you look at that and and you can see, you know, I remember getting married and the, the years of living in the apartment and not having the furniture and kind of going on the fly and everything was a new discovery with you and your wife and having the adventures, whether that adventure is going into town to shop or going on a little, you know, hiking trip or vacation. And then you have kids and they get older and there's the birthday parties and the sports and the dancing and you are know, just trying to find time for a date night and you're working to pay bills and you start stressing about those things. And, and then the kids have, you know, all these practices and then they move into adolescence. And now you're having deeper conversations about life and their future. And they're getting involved in relationships and talking about careers. And you're thinking, man, I hope I did a good job. And you're just trying to be the best example you can, at least in my case, as a, you, you want to be an example of what a husband and father should be. I'm um, not that we're, you know, we're all imperfect at times, but we try to do our best and you know, it's just when you look at those stages in retrospect, and and now it's really clear, and it was along the way, there's all these great memories. And I think so many people go through life trying to achieve something or or, or have a goal or you know, maybe get a certain possession, which we've talked about over the years. But even going back to when I first got married, most of the things I had at that time have already been replaced or thrown out. You know, it it's not, it's not here. The, the best things I have are the pictures I took, the videos I took, and the memories I have. So it's the love, the joy, the laugh, the happiness, the awe, the discovery of all the things we've done. And, you know, like you mentioned, Kobe Bryant passing recently. That's just, you know, I kind of, I'm stepping back, looking at the whole beginning to where I'm at now. And that's, that's where all the true happiness, joy, and memories come from, And I, as I reflect on those stages of life.
0: Yeah, beautifully said, Craig. And I think that's true. It's, it's, I wasn't thinking about that when preparing for today, but that's a good point, man, to, to look back some too, and and see the stages you've been through because you can A, learn from them, but B, appreciate those wonderful things too.
1: Yeah. Whenever we decided to talk about this, um, I started thinking about what, you know, what kind of things that I wanted to say. And I was looking back on, uh, you know, my childhood, we grew up out in the country, we were homeschooled, so most of our days were spent outside playing, we'd get up and do a couple hours, two, three hours of school, depending on how on task we were, and then we were free to run around and explore, ride 4 wheelers, shoot guns, go duck hunting, fishing, and it was just a get up and go make whatever you wanted out of the day out in nature. Um, and it's true. You go through all those things like you, you touched on, um, you know, where you decide where you want to go in your life vocation wise. Um, and I get to where I am now where I'm not sleeping a whole lot <laughs> 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 and there's a bunch of poopy diapers and, uh, you know, that it's great. It has its reward. Just looking at that little baby, holding them and getting to see his uh, siblings interact with him and see the love and, and um, of them, appreciation of them growing with every minute that we spend with them. So a lot of poop in my life right now, but uh, it's good and worth it. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> I'm glad you're appreciating the stage for what it is. <laughs> that's awesome. And,
1: and Craig's over here looking at me like, oh, man, I'm way past that. Oh, man. I'm looking at it. Glad thinking,
2: to be done with this poop. Man, oh, that's there's...
0: what I got to look forward to, huh?
2: <laughs> shit, our kids are putting us to bed now. <laughs> It's like, guys, I got a crash, and they're up staying in a room, cutting up, talking, and oh, it's it's awesome. And it's kind of cool, but it's also sort of, I got one going to college, and now it's I'm sitting here counting down, going, holy cow, you know, I might not have any kids in the house. I won't even be 50 yet, and yeah, it'll be a whole new adventure, you know, being able to just kind of go where they go, but it's fun too because we can travel a little bit and have some fun. And, yeah, I was thinking know.
0: about that, Craig, in comparison to myself who doesn't, have a significant other, much less kids, and I'm thinking, Jesus, Craig's almost done, man. He's about to get to go live life all over again. <laughs> like him in April. Now, look at that. Amazing. Oh, well, well,
1: you know, maybe we can hit him up once all the kids move out. Maybe he'll rent out some rooms. We can go in and... Oh, and, and
0: Casa Del Morton. Uh, yes. me,
1: we will
2: have the parties at my place. I'm going to need to have some people around. And and I'm, I'm like, that. yes, these
0: kids are getting older. Craig will come travel with me now. <laughs> nah, but it, but uh, that that's all true. And, and one thing that I was... Uh, a quote from the Bible actually that is comes comes from one of my notepads that uh, speaks to me pretty good especially with some of the stuff like we've mentioned with Kobe um, and it's it's from James actually 414 says you have no idea what your life will be like tomorrow you're a puff of smoke that briefly that appears briefly and then disappears and that's um, uber telling because one of the things I was thinking about I was like yeah we all are at different stages of life and hopefully we get to to get to see the life cycle through for what we see it as, meaning, you know, make it to the state of our um, friendly senior citizens out there and or seasoned vets is, I think that's what you referred to them as, something like that, John. But Seasoned citizens? Yeah, try to get mm-hmm. up to that place. And then you also see the, the rough part of life where, you know, tragically some children don't make it more than a day or, um, you know, cancer gets somebody early and something like that and it's it's a humbling feeling to think about you know we get the ability to do this the podcast chat with people and and share some gifts so it makes it just that quote alone uh it's pretty powerful to me it speaks to me you know it can all change in the old snap of a finger proverbial speak too so um each life is different within which that stage is
1: you know that brings a thought to mind that uh you know with the puff of smoke that you just talked about with uh the medical marijuana coming uh, into effect here in Lake Charles, will there be a lot more puffs of smoke going around, you think?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not a shock that that's what we got from that (laughs) amazing scripture. Uh, John recently told me that his mother has been listening to the podcast, and he also made some some descriptions of people didn't realize that he cusses every now and again. Well, they're also now getting another whole look into John based on his interpretation of the scripture. Father Michael, I hope you can... A word or two with him after listening to this.
1: Yeah, she came over and spanked me for uh, you you telling her that I'm cussing now. She thinks I
2: got a potty mouth.
0: I hope she's super appreciative of the fact that Craig and I are bringing you closer to your parents. One of (laughs) life's missions for this podcast.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, with medical marijuana, a lot of people's journeys fixing to be real chill. (laughs) (laughs) And you mentioned that, Matt, about the stages and being a senior citizen. I think um, no matter what stage of life you're in, whether you're college or newly married or in the throes of a bunch of children running around or even watching them leave the house i don't think it's ever too late to 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 start something new you know i, I think about the, the adventures and times i've had but i look also at how certain um experiences and skills and things i've done early in the stage of life life have matured over time you know you look at your career you get better at it or you look at a, a, a hobby or sport and you get better at it so i think it's also not counting yourself out if you're a senior citizen and thinking, man, I wish I would have learned to play that guitar or I wish I would have, you know, reconciled with those people. And it's never too late to get started because, I mean, it's, it's your life. It's your story. you turn turning the page. As you had mentioned, Matt, uh, in a previous podcast, um, my buddy old Tony Robbins, you know, he had a quote <laughs> and it said, the only impossible journey is the one you never begin
0: very well said I I love that Craig I think to myself all the time I'm a person I always joke around but I'm very serious about it if you see myself doing what I'm doing now in 10 years there's probably a problem just for me personally because I want to experience all that life has the reason we're sitting here doing this podcast you know just something different and I I can speak to when I was in law school people were on like their third career in there had had multiple other careers may have been 50 you know, 55 years old, something like that. And I often thought to myself, man, good on them for not just being like complacent. Want to experience something? Go do it. Like, uh, so I think that's right. She should mm-hmm. never not do something just because of your age or where you're at in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well said.
1: Well, good. I hope you keep that attitude and one day you do go to Guatemala. Um, I was taking some online uh, Spanish courses where I would speak with a lady from Guatemala. And um, this was a couple of years back at the time, the, um, Economy was very poor Uh, there. I think she said there was either sixty percent unemployment or eighty percent unemployment. So economy is really bad. They need to get in your pockets and get some of that money you got stored up. So take a trip
0: over there and go help out the people. What I'm seeing here, John, is you've been educated. You can take me down there, and Craig, we'll shoot the podcast. Maybe bring on some of the locals. It would be great. (laughs) Yes, we could
1: try to do that. But um, I wouldn't say that I ever mastered Spanish, so I can. Speak some Spanish. Um, when I Don't worry, went on bro. that when I went on that mission trip, for instance, um, I could get to the point where I could direct the patients on what I wanted them to do. So I was working at a medical uh, facility, medical clinic, not a, not a facility. We were in a little hut, um, and I would direct the patients what to do. And uh, anyway, one of the times uh, I was telling the lady that I wanted her to lay down on her side, and I should have said um uh, a to say or lay down on her back a quest a quest to say uh boca arriba or bajo meaning lay on your face lay face down face up and i and i called her a cow i said Baca, oh, instead, no. <laughs> i said i used the word cow uh baka instead of uh boca uh which means mouth uh literally translates as mouth she was they all just died laughing oh, at man. me and so I wouldn't That's say awesome, that I man. would have the perfect um,
0: translation, but we can get by. Between that and the way I talk to the Vietnamese <laughs> and some of my clients. That's we, just we offensive. Be, we, will, we will be perfectly fine down there.
1: <laughs> All right, hot dog. What made you uh, hit the gas this week?
0: Okay. I'm going to take on the hit the gas, pump the brakes this week. And with hitting the gas. Hit it, Chewy is um john oh. and i are part of a restaurant that we own here named Botsky's, which is gourmet hot dogs hamburgers and now some chicken fingers on the side and we have a guy named bobby honeycutt or as john likes to call him honeybee yeah so a shout out to bobby <laughs> and i went down there uh, I try to go check on the place. We, we meet about once a week, but if not, I'll, I'll try to go check on the crew and things like that. And I rolled down there yesterday and visited with Bobby. It was a uh, lunch rush I kind of passed, so it was pretty calm in there. And Bobby and I wound up visiting. I'm pretty busy. I, I run around a lot, and I normally don't take um, as much time as I probably should, honestly, to, to visit and, and get to know people. But I've gotten to know Bobby pretty well, and I wound up sitting in there with him for about an hour, hour and a half. And gave bobby a little bit of life advice and it was interesting looking at bobby and bobby's uh 24 years old and does a a fantastic job for us but it was interesting uh watching him kind of look up um, to me and ask me some questions and it was super odd being on the other side because i was giving him the advice on some things that i could relate to in my own life and i instantly thought about y'all because I really do, y'all are some of my best friends. But I also, y'all are a little more seasoned than seasoned than I am in life. Spicy and take <laughs> and take a lot of that um, information from you. So it was neat to be able to to share that with Bobby, and I feel like we're very blessed, John. You can probably speak to that a little bit to have such a good guy down there running things for us.
1: Yeah, we are um, super happy to have Bobby there. He does a great job. Uh, just a great guy. It was pretty pretty funny a while back. We were having lunch there one day and. I don't. I think we were just hanging out. I don't think we were having any particular meeting or anything. And uh, Bobby looks over at me and he's like, "How old are you?" And I tell him how old I am, and he's like, "You're the same age as my dad." <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And I'll, I'll, I don't know, it just kind of caught me off guard. like, He's like, you don't act like you're the same age as my dad. I, <laughs> that's I clearly, get, we'll clearly that still lot. a child. <laughs> yes,
0: I have that same problem, Steve. Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing to have, though. So, yeah, man, that's what made me hit the gas this week.
2: All right, Matt, you said you had both. Uh, did you pump the brakes?
0: <laughs> yes, what made me pump the brakes? And we've alluded to it a couple times here, and that is the passing of Kobe Bryant in the recent helicopter crash, and I know this will be uh, come out probably a, about two, two to three weeks after the actual accident did occur, but I felt, I don't know, it's kind of weird, I felt a little pull in my heart to do, I wouldn't call it a tribute of sorts, but a, just to share a few words I wrote down about Kobe, and so that, that it made me pump the brakes, obviously, to, to look at life and how quick life is and how fast it can pass, so without ado, this is, this is what we got here. As many of you all know, the game of basketball, and more importantly, the game of life, lost a giant recently with the loss of Kobe Bryant. Obviously, I did not know Kobe. I'm a huge sports fan and have learned a lot of life lessons through sports. When I heard the news that Kobe and his daughter were killed in the helicopter crash, I was in a little bit of shock. My first thought was, man, life changes quick. The old snap of a finger, as I like to say. And then, after a minute or two, my heart sank pretty good. I told one of my buddies who texted me the news that it was bothering me more than when I've heard of other people passing and I did not know why. As I sat there and wondered why it bothered me more, I came to the following conclusions. First and foremost, Kobe was a family man who loved the Lord. He was actually at Mass the morning before he took off. He actually purchased a helicopter so he could have more time with his family. Second, he was the ultimate competitor. He would do whatever it took to win. Third, He showed and exemplified forgiveness and compassion by making up with his good buddy and former teammate, Shaquille O'Neal. Lastly, and what probably hit me the most, Kobe loved to smile. If you look at all the stuff on the news and whatnot, most things show him smiling. As I always say, laughter is good for the soul. Seeing life being taken away from one that had so much life in him and so much to give will definitely make one think. The fact that we don't know when our time is going to come is one of the harshest realities of life. I appreciate Kobe for all he did, and I know he will be, have a lasting legacy. In sum, we wanted all our listeners to know that we appreciate you and pray for you. We implore you to hug your loved ones and make the, that phone call to those you may not have spoken to with in some time. Our prayers go out to all nine lost in the helicopter crash. May you rest in peace. So I just wanted to share those few thoughts on the situation. Amen, Brother Matt.
1: Yeah, that was well said. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were talking about that before it came on. You know, Kobe and I um, are the same age. So it was certainly uh, another reality check, um, you know, that it is y- your next breath, your next day isn't something that's guaranteed for you. So you need to make right uh, your path now. Um, no for... time like the present. That's right.
2: John,
0: on a lighter note.
1: <laughs> okay. I like the laughter talk that you were just talking about. I thought about I, this. That's why I try to tickle people verbally.
0: <laughs> and I thought to myself, if John can take something from this, again, on a lighter note, something very serious, short background, John has Facebook, as some of you may see out there. He likes to comment as John Carraway, his given name, on a lot of the responses out uh, that people have been <laughs> telling us. He is like the number one thing, along with him putting running hot dogs under my own <laughs> bio so for funny. some reason, there's like yeah. freaking 15 of them now.
1: For all of you out there, if you can find an uh, interesting, exciting, uh, unique uh, hot dog gift, please post it under um, <laughs> hot dog's bio. I, I keep adding <laughs> to it and uh, I enjoy everyone that I put.
0: <laughs> well, if you've learned anything from this, John has two Facebook friends Green Paul, maybe Wallace now, maybe three. I don't know.
1: My wife went in and, and friended, is, herself. Is, his wife friended herself.
0: <laughs> Green Paul. Wallace and Jeanette are bro-lady. Craig and I think we are worthy <laughs> of being <laughs> numbers four and five to your Facebook friends. So if this has taught you anything, we are asking from the bottom of our hearts: well, friend us, please. You were, please my, friend us. You were <laughs> I was your friend for like a day.
1: Hot dog was my friend, but he was too. There was it was too, he was too needy. I couldn't take it long term. Had <laughs> to drop him.
0: It didn't work. It didn't, it didn't work with my vibe. I had kind to of delete him. John, Listen to what you're saying. Hold your loved ones close. Craig and I. Four and five, right here.
1: I'd rather do that in the real world. I don't need to get stuck into into you know the techie, uh, internet vibes like that. I'm gonna give Craig a look.
2: <laughs> I'm sure you will. He'll probably make the cut. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Well, look, we appreciate, it, appreciate everyone listening into episode seven. Um, we would appreciate it if you wanted to hit us up on social media, tell us a little bit about um, the different stages of life y'all may be in, share some of your stories with us. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been
1: enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week.
0: You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast.
1: Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more.